Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wine, Women, and Words. It feels we really weird to be saying that on a Monday night. And all day tomorrow now, I'm going to be thinking that it's Friday when it's actually Tuesday. I know. It's going to totally mess up my week. But we just had to have a Wine, Women, and Words session to discuss the book. Because um, for some, those of you who follow us on Instagram, you would see that Michelle and I are already talking about it. And last week, if you're watching, um, we had a great episode, a two-hour marathon episode with Scott, and we did not discuss the book at all. Um, so we figured we'd take some time out and discuss the book, because there's a whole lot that we need to unpack. There is, and I finally, you know, with Thanksgiving, mom in town, I don't have as much reading time, reading time to do, which is totally fine, not complaining. Mm -hmm. But I finally um, got some reading done yesterday. So I'm well into um, part four. Um, and I'm beginning to think that this book doesn't end the way that I think it ends. And Diana confirmed that both theories that I have are, in fact, wrong. If you so. were Sherlock, you would be screwed right now. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> now I'm trying to figure out like what it could possibly be because first I thought, yeah, at the beginning I thought, well, of course, she, you know, she's gonna end up in America and she's gonna find her daughter and happily ever after. Then I started thinking as I'm reading, what if she ends up back in the village? Like she kind of returns to her roots and she and Jin go back to living on the mountain and harvesting tea leaves and living that, you know, simple life. Now I have no idea what it could be. Now you know why I read ahead so fast and what I did was I had to hurry up and read like a bunch of stuff and so that I knew what happened in the end and then I was like, okay, all right, I know what's going to happen. I am much calmer about this. I can enjoy the book now. And so I did that. I finished the book yesterday. So I, I really have no idea. And I am so mad at Setsite or however you say it. Now you understand the anger that I felt for her a couple weeks ago. She is the ultimate frenemy. Like, I, I couldn't, I, and I remember you, like, texting me and going, we have to talk about Cite, and I hadn't gotten to that point yet, so I didn't really know what you are talking about, and at first I thought it was just, like, that they always had that sort of competition between each other, and she was always trying to, like, one-up with, with boys and everything, so I thought it was boy-related. Oh, no, like, she ruined her business. Yeah, that's like above and beyond stealing a girl's boyfriend. I mean, stealing stealing your best friend's man is a huge no-no. That is a total carnal sin. But then taking, trying to steal her, ruin her business. On top of that, that's just way above and beyond the carnal sin. That is like, what is it? What's the worst level of hell? Is it the ninth level of hell? Or is it the first? I think it's the ninth. I don't, you see, okay guys, my father's a Dante scholar, I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> and if he is listening or watching right now, I know I'm going to get a lecture the next time I go over there, so shh, don't tell him. Um, <laughs> He's on Twitter, right? I'm going to see him. Oh, oh, that's, that's like third level. Rat your best friend. <laughs> oh, 
Oh. <laughs> so I'll just be so excited that we're talking about Dante on our show. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I, I think it still kind of shows how even though she's so far from where she is or where she was in her village, but she's still so naive that I remember reading um, a part, a sentence in the book where she said, or Cite was telling her, you know, um, I paid X amount, even though it, it, you know, this was a lot of money, but it's going to be worth even more. Mm -hmm. And she and she said something like, "I, you know, I, I realize how lucky I am to have her because I would have been too worried about taste or quality or any or you know, things like that to worry about making." A, yeah, so that that kind of shows that even though she's come a long way, she's still really naive in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I want to, you know, let's, I want to break it down a little bit because it's so easy to initially have this knee-jerk reaction that Saite is doing this because she's jealous of Linya. And I don't know if it's actually just pure jealousy. I mean, when you compare their childhoods, it was uh, Saite who had the, she had the better childhood. And yes, there was a rough patch there where they lost everything because, oh my God, her sister-in-law had twins. Um, but she gained it back and she gained notoriety back. And Linya didn't really do much to try to make her jealous. I mean. No, I, well, the, but the opening scene when they're like walk the, the first chapter maybe the first couple chapters mm -hmm. when they're walking up to their um to their trees mm -hmm. she says that they have this game where you know they always have this competition where one of them wins one of them loses and so i think there's always been that competition between the two okay. but at the same time i think you're right that i'm not sure I don't think it was a deliberate move to ruin her business. I, th I think she really was trying to make it successful, but she cut corners and tried to do it in the wrong way. Yeah, I think it was a matter of, because I mean, if she, you figure if she was deliberately, try, deliberately trying to ruin Linya's business, then it would have hurt, it would hurt her in the long run. I think what it comes down to it is, Site uh, is just a greedy person where she's the kind of person who has to have the best of everything, the best, the best family, the best, uh, best property, the most property. I mean, apparently according to the book, she actually put on some pounds, which for them is a status symbol that she's actually wealthy enough to get chubby. Um, so yeah, I think it was just a matter of her just, playing this game and it got out of control and she it's not like she's psychic where she could predict the bubble in the tea market. Yeah, exactly. I think the only thing that she was, I think she was jealous in, not in the, I want to ruin you kind mm -hmm. of way. I think she was jealous and I want to be like you because she got the rich husband and she got, 
you know, the nice clothes and she's, you know, she's all modern now. And I, I think she just wanted to be like her. And mm -hmm. if she could prove to her that she could run her tea shop, not only just as well as she did, but become, make it more successful, then she would prove herself. Uh-huh. But... And don't you love the way they just have to handle a situation? It is so very Jerry Springer. <laughs> you, you don't handle stuff I, in secret it, behind closed doors like most Western families do. You go out into the middle of the street with the villagers and you just throw down. Right? Like, let's, let's not have a private conversation and talk this out between, you know, old friends let's talk this out with the whole village and they get to decide get to decide who's right and who's wrong in the situation which is probably like in the long run a very efficient way of solving problems because then you cut out all of the the rumors that go along with disagreements and i'm sure once so. it's said and done it is said and done it does not come back up because they have such a small community, they have to do what's necessary to survive. Exactly. But it is kind of heartbreaking because now their tea isn't worth nearly as much as what it used to be. And I'm like, like, are they going to go back to living in basically straight poverty or what? Well, I don't know. But You've got to keep Very reading. We're having Lisa on on Thursday, and I'm looking forward to getting those texts from you once it gets to the resolution stage of things. I know, and I'm trying, and I'm at the part for Haley where she's in the therapy group with the other um, adopted Chinese girls who are all kind of like going through the same problems and they can relate to one another. So, I don't even know where Haley ties into this whole story. Like, I know she obviously plays a crucial f part in the, you know, her past and her and her present, but I can't even see how they how they cross. <laughs> Apart from her just going to LA and looking at every Chinese girl trying to figure out if she's her daughter. Oh, and I love the fact that when she goes to L.A., that whole area, that whole San Gabriel area, that's my hood. Um, that's my area. And he got her, gets her house in, like, I think it's Arcadia area. My grandmother used to, there were restaurants and stuff in the area, and so I used to have to live, take my grandmother over there for dinners or lunch or something, and we drive through those houses, and those are some nice houses. Uh, Jin did right by her to get her those houses. Because <laughs> uh, I can name at least two or three houses that are on my dream house list. Um, within that area. Well, and the way that um, the way that he proposed to her and like all the sneaky things he did, it's so sweet. Like I say sneaky, but it's you good. Know, he knew that it's good sneaky. And you can cut you kind of could pick up on on some things like what guy just says you should get a passport like for no reason. Just in case, you never know. They say get a passport. <laughs> but he's just—he's a total sweetheart. And when she like told him, like, okay, well, I can't marry you unless you know this, this, and this about me, and she tells him everything. Mm -hmm. And 
for a second. I was like, if you walk away from her right now, we are over. I know. For a moment there, I was like, oh, he's got to. He's he, what's he gonna do? And then and then when he stays by her, that's when I was like, okay, he is my new book boyfriend um, because he sticks by her. Yeah, he's definitely like top five. I would say. Yeah, top five with the book boyfriends. You know, maybe in February we should do that topic. Our book boyfriends. Top five book boyfriends. I could do that. <laughs> we could do that. Easy. Have to... We could probably fill up with ten. We could, yeah, we could probably do top ten. I would say. Yeah. With all the I... books you and I have read. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I already know four. Okay. Um, I'm thinking of at least two at the moment. Uh, give me time. I'll come up with more. Oh no, three. Okay, I've got three. <laughs> I, I'll see. Just give me time to think about. It. I'll have plenty more. Yes. Although I might have to update it because my, you know, I'm I'm very loyal to my favorites, but I might have to make some consideration for newer books that I have read. Because... Oh, I'm definitely making consideration for newer books that I've read. I mean, Jin is in there. Um, oh, what's his face from Girl in the Skies is in there. Yeah. Okay, didn't think about him. See, I'm gonna have to update my list. You gotta update your list. You gotta keep that list constantly evolving. It's a good thing it's not laminated. Right? This is why we don't laminate our book boyfriends list. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay, so we're gonna have to make that an episode in itself. Maybe we'll do a, another mini episode in February. Because February we're gonna have um Dennis on with his book, which is his collection of letters. Um, with his wife, hold anybody up. We're gonna have okay, so we're gonna have to do. Are we gonna do a mini episode before January, or is it gonna be our first episode of January? We're gonna have to list all the books that we have coming up, a preview of 2018, because we got some big stuff that we're gonna be um, announcing in January. We do. We have some really good books lined up for next year so far. Um. Yeah, we, we might have to do a mini episode for that because I think we might have to because we also have an event. Oh, oh! Don't don't spoil all the surprises that we have lined up. Lots of surprises. We are, we are stepping up our game next year. I know. Every year it's getting better and better. <laughs> One so that one day somebody actually stay home and read. Right. It's the dream, guys. That is the dream. Getting closer. One one <laughs> step at a time. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you've got more to read. Um, I do have more to read. Everybody and else has more to read. Because um, you're at the point where, just right about the point where I was like, okay, I've got to find out what happens. Yeah, because I'm at, I think I have... Wanted to make uh, there was another point I wanted to make about Cite that I forgot to make earlier, and I blame it on um, my California roots, uh, Pima Grigio. <laughs> um, and it was a very feminist point that I wanted to make. Um, so with Cite, you and I are discussing Cite and her her betrayal and her her money grubbing ways that she was greedy. Question. Would we be describing her the same way if she was male, or would we just be describing her as being ambitious? Well, that's that's the same question as like, 
that they said in the, okay, I don't know why this popped in my head, but in The Devil Wears Prada, the, the same thing that they said about Miranda Press, Priestley uh -huh. was, you know, they called her all these names and they, and finally the main character said, would you be saying the same thing about her if she was a man? Or would mm -hmm. they just be saying that she's a br brilliant business person, business uh -huh. person? And I don't know, to be honest, because there's I mean, so many out there. There really are. I think I, I I would definitely still say that he was if if CTA was a man that it was still a underhanded thing that he did um, to to screw over like that basically, but I I don't think it would be as I don't think our analysis would be as emotionally based. I don't think we would be focused around jealousy. I think we would be focused more on greed. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Good Lisa that. We should, because we're going to have to start getting our questions together. And not only are we going to have to start getting our questions together, everybody listening and watching, you need to start getting your questions together too, because she is going to be on the show on Thursday and we're going to have just a buttload of questions. Yeah. And that's the technical term for it. It is. It really is. So this was a super fast episode only because I have a lecture that starts in four minutes. And that's the sound of me sliding my glass of wine far away from my laptop. Oh, you should totally have your glass of wine near your laptop during your lecture because isn't that the only way you can make it through some of these lectures? Like for the most part, the lectures are like the, the professor is on video, but we are not. Um, but the last couple classes I've had, everyone wants to turn on their video so we can see each other. And I'm like, why? I'm here. You can, I, I can talk. You can hear me. You don't this need to This is when me. you put your wine in the teacup, honey. <laughs> so you look really oh. studious while you're drinking your wine. I'm going to have to go upstairs and get my glasses and put my hair in a bun and pour my wine into a teacup. Tea exactly. <laughs> I'm probably going to do that, and I'm probably going to post a picture of it. Oh, and, and I'm going to love every bit of it. Uh, <laughs> I have to, to corrupt you. Because um, that is my I have a teacup. I do have a teacup. You should have a teacup. You are my friend. I, I have a teacup. I have a couple of teacups. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to switch modes. All right. But uh, we just had to get our thoughts on CTA out because, you know. These are important thoughts to have out. They are. Otherwise, they'll fester, and no one wants those things to fester. And we'll be texting each other constantly during the workday and <laughs> not discussing this on the show like we should be. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching this super fast episode. And please remind me that tomorrow is Tuesday and not Friday. I will be sure to do that. And everybody should just tweet Michelle all day long tomorrow, letting her know that it's Tuesday. Yes. And if anyone knows what the worst circle of hell is, also share that because we need to know. Yeah, I needed this up to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching, everyone. Good night, everyone. Or listen. Bye. Bye.